from my experience, you can't necessarily focus on legacy itself. I think that's where people get caught up. They get so focused on the end or the future or the then that they forget about what's happening right now. Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got Crash Plan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. CrashPlan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. I want to start with a disclaimer. I truly believe that leaving a legacy is not required nor is it even necessarily important. You can live your life and simply living is enough. I often see people who are already past their point of empty and they've given so much of themselves away that they have absolutely nothing left. And as I dive into this topic of legacy, you can be called to pursue this if you desire, but it's also okay to put it down for seasons. At the end of our lives, few things matter. You have one body, one life. So I don't want you to have this constant pressure to perform or to live up to what society says you should want. Now, that being said, there are also psychological reasons that this is a desire for you, and we'll dive into those today. But I wanted you to be clear that this is not something you have to do in every season. And it's not required for you to live a good life. I was on my morning walk this morning and I was listening to a podcast episode by Mel Robbins. And she was talking about why we put things off and why we don't pursue our dreams. And specifically, this one line really hit me. The excuses are endless, but time isn't. Now more than ever, I have been feeling that. It has been a season of grief for me. I've lost a lot of people I love. And just yesterday, I laid my last grandparent to rest in her grave. And so I know now more than ever that time isn't forever. And we have a limited amount of it. And we blink and it's over. And it made me really think about why Do people care about leaving a legacy? And what is important to me that I leave behind? And how can I inspire others to do something that's impactful and important to them? It's not that it has to be important to everyone, but it's important to you, you listening. And I realized that it's a lot bigger than I had even really thought about. And so I went back to some moments that I think really shaped how I'm building towards something bigger than myself. I don't know where you went to school, but growing up, I didn't necessarily always have the best 
experience that you could. I didn't have a brand new building to do school in. I remember my fourth grade and seventh grade (laughs) being in a trailer in the adjacent lot of the school that I attended. And in college, you should have seen the art building. It was literally in shambles. It was dangerous to enter some rooms of the building. And some of my classes were in the stadium that was built more than 100 years prior. Ironically, around this same time period in college, there was a campaign on campus specifically for alumni to build a new building. And I remember thinking to myself, what would it take for me to earn enough to create enough wealth that I could build a building on my college campus? And I remember talking to my boyfriend at the time who's since become my spouse. Wouldn't that be crazy? Wouldn't it be crazy? Because I don't know about where you grew up, but growing up in Kansas City, there were clearly names of people, of families that had the wealth, that were making the large donations, that were building the buildings, that were adding to the arts, you know? And these families have been wealthy for a very long time. And I didn't come from wealth. So what would it take for me to, in a single generation, build the kind of wealth that could allow me to leave something like a building with my name on it behind? Maybe it was the fact that those classrooms were not safe or the fact that my spouse is an architect, that this idea of leaving a physical location behind felt so powerful to me at the time. But I think the intent behind it was that if I was successful enough, I could impact future students for decades to come. And I was really passionate about students at the time, so much so that when I graduated, one of my jobs early in my career was for the same university that I had attended. And I was focused on getting people to come to college. I was literally marketing to get people to come there. And this had been the peak, in my opinion, before college enrollments started dropping off. This was the time that more people than ever were attending a university. And I was contributing to trying to get more people to enroll before the tides were turning. Now, all these years later, from a financial perspective, now more than ever, I don't know if college makes sense for everyone. From an educational perspective, I'm confident that the skills I learned while working are more applicable than my college classroom experiences were, but college specifically allowed me to grow as a person, expand my connections, boost my confidence, and probably most importantly, figure out how to live on my own. Now, seeing those things as conflicting, I knew somewhere deep inside of me that it wasn't necessarily about getting more people to go to college, or even making it financially more accessible for people to go to college, or having the building that they can be at to attend on a college campus. It wasn't about that. 
I realized that the root of so much of my desire was around the strong emphasis on allowing more people access to education, regardless of where it came from. But I also, for whatever reason, (laughs) have a really deep interest in supporting the faculty, the other educators, and the facilities that make this possible, which really comes down to resources. How do you provide enough resources for all of those things to happen? Now, if we're looking at just the faculty themselves, I would consider myself an unconventional educator. I don't call myself a professor. I don't even necessarily call myself a teacher, but I do know that I make far more money than most of my professors that taught me in college. See, my sister, she's also a very talented interior architect and she got an adjunct position at a local university. And I remember the first time she told me how much your check was for. And I was embarrassed, not for her, but for the universities, that they pay so poorly (laughs) that this truly has to be a calling for people. I'm not even sure this adequately pays for her gas, (laughs) let alone her time and knowledge and experience. And as an adjunct, she has a full-time career already working at a local architecture firm. And she essentially volunteers multiple times a week to lead a class of students that will one day, hopefully, do what she's doing. And it made me wonder, what would it take to have more of these people have access? I didn't have the answer then. And I wouldn't necessarily say I have the answer now to how do I earn enough money that I can build that building or give people access to money to pursue whatever kind of education they want, whether that be through a grant or a scholarship, or do I simply fund more adjunct professors who are working in the community, but give them proper pay so that they can impact students now and into the future? Or do I focus on giving more people access to building the kind of financial needs necessary for them to lead the kind of legacy they want to lead? I don't think a prescriptive answer is required to continue to work towards something that I believe will be impactful to many people over many generations. But it does start somewhere. And I think part of that is understanding what is a legacy and what does it mean to you and what are you striving towards? Now, according to the Oxford Dictionary, a legacy is an amount of money or property left to someone in a will. And I absolutely believe a legacy can be so much more than that. It's an imprint, as if you left a piece of yourself behind. Your legacy can be within your own walls at home, the impact you have on your own children, family, and friends, or can stretch far beyond that to impact a group of people. It's not just a sum of money. It can be an aspect of your character or values, the life you lead, an example for others, your dedication to a cause or a mission, your ongoing influence. 
your accomplishments outlasting your lifetime, the charitable works you pursue, the good deeds you do, or yes, it can be a sum of money, a possession, or property. But I started this episode with a disclaimer for a reason. If it's not required or necessary to leave a legacy, why is it so important to so many? A legacy gives you an opportunity to live for a purpose that's bigger than yourself. According to psychology today, there are five reasons people want to be remembered. Now, these five reasons came from a scientific article that was recently published in the journal New Ideas in Psychology, and it focuses on this exact question. Why do people want to be remembered? Now, Wagner specifically studied this, and the first one may surprise you. People want to be remembered because of their innate need to be loved. Humans are social animals, and our connections to other human beings are important to us. Therefore, we spend a considerable amount of time ensuring that other people like us. <laughs> and people wish to be positively remembered after death. It's a strong wish and desire to be liked by others while we're still alive that fuels our desire to be liked and loved when we're gone. Now, I think the one that I see most women specifically holding on to is the idea of making their life better for their children or their grandchildren and making some sort of generational impact. And it's not even necessarily that it's about leaving money behind to those children or grandchildren, but our strive to be a good person that our children or grandchildren would admire and be proud to be associated with even after we're gone. Now, if that's the one that sits on the surface of the obvious, I think the subconscious is equally as interesting. We can fight anxiety by focusing on leaving a legacy. People specifically have anxiety around death, and they don't necessarily even call it that or think of it as this anxiety towards being gone. But focusing on living a legacy gives us a sense of what scientists call symbolic immortality. By leaving behind something of great value, people create a memory that outlives themselves and gives them the feeling that their existence has mattered. And I don't know about you, but feeling like you matter while you're alive <laughs> is often the only thing that gets you going. Because in those moments of doubt, when I've struggled with my own mental health, it has been because I worried that what I was doing didn't matter, or that I didn't matter, or that my existence on this earth wasn't important to other people. And I think if you think about suicidal ideation, as like deep and dark as that subject can be, it's often because we don't feel like it matters that we're there. 
And so if the idea of leaving a legacy allows us to fight against that anxiety, that we can create something that does matter, I venture to guess that focusing on leaving a legacy is going to positively impact our mental health and also potentially fight that suicidal ideation. Now, anytime I bring something like this up, I do have to say that if you are struggling with those thoughts that you don't matter or that what you are doing in this life is unimportant, I strongly encourage you to seek a clinical psychologist and talk about what you have going on and reach out and don't be afraid to ask for help. Asking for help is important. And I have been in a dark place in the past and I know asking for help was the only way I got out of it. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Get unparalleled access to job seekers with over 350 million unique monthly visitors globally, according to Indeed data, and an extended reach through Glassdoor. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. In the minute I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash hour right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get Get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. 
After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. Now, on a much more positive note, we can also strive to want to have this legacy because of a desire to be part of a story, which which makes sense. Like from a child, we are told stories about these characters that some are fictional and some are real. And they go through this story arch and they have protagonists and heroes. and, And of course, it makes sense that we want to be part of a story, a positive one, I assume. But People often will see themselves as a hero or a central protagonist in their life story, similar to that of a leading actor. That's why you might be saying to yourself sometimes, oh, I feel like I'm in a movie, or I feel like this is a scene from a movie, or I'm in a new chapter, or this is a new episode. We say these things because we think of our lives as stories, and it makes sense that we would want other people to tell our story in the future. We use story as a central part of our culture as humans. And they are things that connect us together and make people feel seen and heard. Stories are so important. Your personal story develops over years and it helps people understand your significant life events and challenges. A life story can be meaningful to more than just the person that experienced it. It can be important to just their children, and it can be important to so many other people. There's a reason we study the lives of those who have gone before us years and centuries after they're gone. Now, whether it's because we see ourselves as the main character, or it's because we desire to give advice to future generations, I think the root can still be story. Now, that fifth reason that people want to be remembered is it makes it easier for them to imagine the future. It's odd when you think about our lifetime as a start and a stop. And death results in this like permanent absence of consciousness where we will never be conscious again. And I think this is where faith often comes in for people But leaving a legacy can fill that gap, regardless if you have a faith in an afterlife or a faith in heaven or not. And it makes it easier to imagine a future that does exist, even when we're gone. Regardless of why you want it, or what is motivating it for you, or why you deem it important, I don't see the harm in pursuing leaving a legacy. If you need additional support beyond that, I think you can simultaneously still want to pursue something that's greater than yourself and focus on self-improvement at the same time. That being said, from my experience, you can't necessarily focus on legacy itself. I think that's where people get caught up. They get so focused on the end or the future or the then that they forget about what's happening right now and the life you have will slip by you. Time is only present and then it's gone. 
And so what do you need to be doing today? How can you be available and present for the people in your life right now? And how can you create the impact you want in the future now instead of waiting for it to happen after you're gone? What steps do you need to take to leave that imprint that you're looking for? Now, I knew even at 23 that it wasn't possible without taking care of myself first. Basic needs have to be met before we can focus on this giving, giving, giving. And beyond those basic needs, you do need a sense of financial security that you will continue to be okay. And once those things are lifted as a burden or a stressor or a worry, then I think there's so much more room to explore in a far greater way what we can do, the impact we can leave, the legacy that can stand the test of time. Now, as much as you may not want to accept this, we live in a society where money is a fundamental requirement of all of those things. Money is required to meet those basic needs. Money is required to guarantee that you will be okay for the rest of your life and have that ongoing financials necessary to live. We live in a society where money is now required. I don't like it, but I know that it's true and I've accepted that it's true. And I will say, I grew up in the church and I would venture to guess that there are lots of religious people, regardless of affiliation, that would tell you that faith is enough. But even churches understand the requirements of money. Churches are often quietly one of the wealthiest and most influential institutions in the world. Now, regardless of your background, whether you have a faith or religion or not, I do want you to, for a second, separate that your belief system is separate from the religious organizations that I'm about to say. And specifically, that these religious organizations operate often as businesses. The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints has a net worth of $100 billion dollars. Now, the Catholic Church is often seen as one of the wealthiest organizations in the world, but this organization is split up. The Catholic Church in Germany is worth $26 billion. The Catholic Church in France, $23 billion. The Catholic Church in Australia, $20 billion. But the Church of England still has almost $12 billion. The Church of Scientology even has $2 billion in the United States. So let me be clear. Do I think you need money to leave a legacy? No, I don't. But do I think money can amplify the legacy you want to leave? Yes, absolutely. Now, I would focus on leaving a legacy in three phases. At the beginning, I would be 100% selfish until all of your basic human needs are met that you can consistently put food on the table, that you can pay your rent or pay your mortgage, that you can keep your life operational. And beyond that, you can spend that next part of your career fueling your future, saving and investing so that you can create the financial security necessary for you to continue to live for the rest of your life. 
I do think learning about wealth and using it as a tool to amplify your impact is powerful. And it can do so many things for your future and unlock so many opportunities that allows you to leave behind the imprint that you want. Now, if you want help unlocking this wealth equation and figuring out how to move through these phases, and you haven't yet watched my training, you need to go to bossproject.com slash untitled. And I say that because in that training, I explore what it looks like in this online world. What are the different models that you can pursue to build the kind of financial security necessary for you to have passive income for the rest of your life? And when those needs are met, you have this untapped potential to go after nearly anything you want to pursue. And I believe in your power and I believe all of the things that you can accomplish. And maybe it is simply because I was told it from my childhood that I could do and be anything that it is an innate belief in myself. But I believe in it for you too. And I want to help. And so I'd love for you to watch that training, bossproject.com slash untitled. If you haven't yet watched it, I know it will impact you and will really give you some foundational knowledge to continue on the path that you want to move forward on. Now, I have so many ideas for how I can get to where I want to go. And they're just my story. They're just the impact I want to leave. Do I still want to build a building on my college campus? Maybe. Do I want to create the kind of foundation that would allow me to give grants or scholarships or even funding to students and small business owners? Hell yes, I do. And I am moving towards creating a future in which not just one of those things is possible, but all of those things are possible. And I know that money, unfortunately, is going to be the fuel for so many of the things that I want to lead beyond my death. (laughs) And I don't know if it's the fact that I don't have my own children, that I don't have a way to pass something down to them, but I've been through a lot of loss. (laughs) I've seen what it's like for elderly to not have family and what it looks like to be alone in that last season. And I always feared that if that was the situation for me, because I don't have children, that somehow my life would lack purpose. But the beautiful thing that I've witnessed is that children are not a requirement of this equation. You can live a life that is powerful for you, that gets you excited to live it every single day, that gives you the space to pursue the career that you want, that allows you to pick up projects that you're passionate about, to create relationships that are meaningful, and for you to leave behind an imprint that matters. And it is so cool. Humans are so cool. And as hard as it's been to watch so much loss happen in my life and to lose so many people I love, it has been such a joy to see 
what's possible. And they're not billionaires. (laughs) They weren't the richest people, but they were rich in spirit and they have an opportunity. They had an opportunity and then it's gone. And so it's given me a lot of pause. And I think those five reasons definitely come up for me, perhaps even all five, (laughs) all at the same time. And that's okay. We can lean into the fact that we're human. We can lean into the fact that we do have a desire to matter. We can lean into the fact that we can and want to impact others now and into the future. I think those are beautiful and powerful parts of our human existence. And I want to see you leading the life that's important to you creating the career path that fuels your financial needs, that allows you to save for the future so that you can relinquish that worry, so that you can build towards the kind of legacy that you want to leave, regardless of what it is or what it looks like or in how many ways. Because who said it has to be one way? I want you to share. I want to hear about it. I want to know What is the legacy that you desire to create? And what does it look like? And what does it look like to start now? Share about it. Post about it. Put it on social. Put it on your Instagram feed. Put it on your stories. I want to see the kind of legacy you want to create and leave behind. And I'll tell you what, it has a powerful and unique ability for you to connect with other humans. Because We all have those same psychological needs. And seeing someone else so passionate about what they're pursuing, it's a gift to other people. Seeing what you want to leave behind, it is not just for you, obviously, because you want to leave it behind. But it also has the ability to impact and inspire people now, right now, today to share about it, and then tag us. Tag at Boss Project, tag at Abigail Says. I want to see the legacy that you desire to create. I want to see you share about it, to let people in on it, to get people excited with you and for you. You can go out and do anything you want to do. There is so many things that are possible for you. And I know that resources are required. We can pretend you can just go do those things, but you need the money, the time, the connections, the resources necessary. And so I am working my damnedest (laughs) to ensure that you have access to as many resources as possible. And I know it's going to start with what I can leave behind, at least for me. And so I'm starting today. It's not a starting someday. I'm starting today. And that training I mentioned, I don't bring it up because I'm trying to selfishly pursue something. I bring it up because I want to see you be successful and I want you to have access to the tools and resources necessary. And if you want to leave an impact, I want to ensure that you have as much knowledge and access as I can possibly give. So that link is bossproject.com slash untitled. And if you've already signed up and you haven't yet watched the training, please do so. And if you've watched it and it's impacted you 
and you're excited about how it's fueling your future, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a friend. Because I can't have the kind of impact I want to have on this world without your help. And it starts today. Thank you so much. And I cannot wait to see all the beautiful things you do. I'm cheering you on every step of the way. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor. To get podcast updates and all the behind-the-scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.